Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Jackie and Lori show. Welcome back, Lori Kilmartin. Hey Jackie Sue, how's it going? It's good, I feel welcome back too. I just spent two weeks in Canada. Wow. Which is a long time. But it's the winter, so that's when you want to... <laughs> that's when I want to go. I was talking to the people of Montreal about starting resistance cells. The French resistance, my favorite part about World War II. Oh really? So, yeah. Do you, ha- you, had, um, you had a dork for... First of all, let me just say that it's nine in the morning on a Saturday. Right. And this is not what I ever expected my life to be. <laughs> No, um, no. What about morning zoo radio? Is that our next stop? Is that our oh next? Oh my god, <laughs> my I'm I'm wiped out. But um, I'm slightly wiped out, and we haven't seen each other in three weeks. Three weeks, and so I don't. What new crimes have been committed? What <laughs> what new crimes against humanity need to be discussed? I don't know. What opinions do Jackie and Lori have about <laughs> about the state of the nation? Um, yeah. So yeah, because I it. was I I did Toronto right for a weekend, and then there was four days dark. Right. Didn't I tell you to go to a bed and breakfast and just really get into your jackiness? Did you do that? Yeah, that would have been a, just a four-day crying jag. <laughs> yes, I, I had. One. I love tears. I love solitary tears on the road are the best. Tears. They really are, actually. <laughs> um, what I did do is I took myself out to a nice dinner, and then I went to a bunch of open mics. Oh, man. So I had the time I, of my life, quite honestly. I, yeah, I love it and I hate it. Right. The one night I took my – that was the day that I was I was genuinely just soaking in how sad I was. Yeah. And then – and I took myself out for – and I, I was – I panicked because I was like, I'm going to take myself out for a nice steak dinner here in Toronto. Yeah. And so I Yelp Googled finest steak dinner in the land or whatever. Yeah. In the get, land in that the, you're that – you're that generic. I, I like to. Of, of the, well, they had, wide. they had like Wagyu massage, you know, that Kobe, the fake Kobe. Oh, oh right, Kobe right, right. Or whatever. And so I took myself and all of the all of the steaks were $200. Whoa. That, so those I, are real Kobe steaks. Then. Right, right. I had a $100 steak and then I got, oh, I spent $200. Wow. On myself. Have you ever spent that much on a dinner no. with your husband? Oh, with sure. With him. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I don't drink. Right. So, so this is all food money. It's all Holy food. shit. You're had, my new queen. I had an eight ounce uh, steak that chose to die. And then I had some sort of <laughs> sauteed snow pea leaf and some mushrooms. And by the way, two cups of coffee and a, and a Diet Coke. Yeah. They charged me for each. Uh, each cup of coffee? Yeah. Six bucks a pop. Whoa. And, but then get this. At the end of it, I did a, a, the Canadian dollar. Kind of sucky right now. Yeah. So in the end, it was only like a buck fifty. How much did you tip? Oh, I, uh, it was $160 and I tipped 40 bucks. Is that That's fair? great. That seems I think that's, fair. I think you, I predicted you would be a good tipper. That was my sense about you. Well, that's because I always think people are working for a living, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. And, and you have to offset the shitheads that don't tip. Offset the shitheads that don't tip. And I'm alone not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> this is, there. it's never going to get to a You've, point where 20% or 15% is going to be a real amount of money. Never so. been a more depressed wayer <laughs> right. than the than server to show served up you. With this lady who brought a book. <laughs> <laughs> she brought a book to dinner. <laughs> a table. Oh my God. <laughs> table for one, please. And this is what I always say when I'm on the road, by the way, when I eat alone, yeah. which is almost always, I'd like something romantic, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. Makes me laugh every time. And why not? 
not. We, we got to amuse ourselves with our classics. You know, you can't drop everything. Right, right. You got. And this is my other thing: is I tend to when I when I get chatty. Yeah. And I do this whether this is true or not because uh, I now talk me, to strangers. You, just by saying that, you're telling me there's a time when you're not chatty. Yeah. Sometimes I'm solo. Sometimes okay. I go internal. I know. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Cajun doesn't want to talk to you. It's hard to believe. But but well, it, I always think of you as always good for words. Well, you know what? You say that. And then Maria is always introduces me as a very social animal. As not an animal, but I mean, she always says, Jackie's super social. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I don't feel that social, but I think I'm seen perceived as social. I think compared to a lot of very solitary and inept comedians who are, you know, unable to maintain eye contact or speak to anybody <laughs> about anything, right. you seem incredibly social. Fair you enough. might be almost normal person social, which I'm is close. intimidating. Which is, I, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost like a regular person. Yeah. Which has got to be intimidating and sort of impressive yeah. to comics who are staring at me from afar going, how can you talk? You just talk to – well, it's, it's, it's one of the things I learned when in junior high is, is even if you mumble something, mm -hmm. you are perceived as friendly. <laughs> uh, I, I've been spending time with uh, not comics – Oh, okay. Um, just uh, and just normal walking very around folk. Rarely, it just a tiny. Not bit even of, showbiz people. No, or? not even showbiz. Like like just parents, folks. Parents, oh, parents. Mm -hmm. And it's um. How's that treating you? It's not good. I come across <laughs> as incredibly harsh and insane. Right. Well, that's the that is the crazy part of stand up comedy is when you're with normal people, you you appear incredibly dark. Yes. And just rough. Like okay, my kid had a talent show last night. So sweet, I sent, sweet talent show. There's lots to go on. Grade school, but for, junior high, the for, whole. Yeah, it just elementary. Just school. the fifth, fifth yeah, grade. Yeah, it's exact. It was exactly, you know, charmingly notes missed, pitch pitchy, everything you want <laughs> in a kid talent show. Like huh. nobody was a clearly no one had been coached by some showbiz right, right. parent. <laughs> oh, excellent! But you know, I did like. I did. Uh, or if they you had you do appreciate the genius of Michael Jackson when you see an actual regular talent show. You're like, holy <laughs> shit, that kid was amazing. Yeah. You know, like when, when my kid was five or six, I, you know, we watched Michael Jackson and I'm like, all right, my kid's not Michael Jackson. Right. But then I realized no kid is <laughs> Michael Jackson. Last, last night, three right. hours into Miss Notes, I was like, oh, three Joe Jackson hours. is a hero that we malign for his abusive parenting. Right. But Ama what, uh, what he got amazing what he kids. got out of that kid. Yeah, out of all of those kids. Yeah. Holy smokes. Um, three hours? Yeah, it was three hours, yeah. What but was the variety of talents? It was mostly... Uh, well, okay, we'll have to go back to regular people in a second, but okay. it was it was mostly singing and dancing, mostly dancing. Dancing. Uh, my kid played piano. Okay, and it of was, course he did. It was one of those times where, like, when when a, a phrase that you've heard a million times becomes true, like my heart went into my throat, and I was like, oh, and I felt every note in my body, uh, and then and he played it almost. He missed a view, but it was almost it was a it's a complex song, you know. Yeah. It's got a lot of sharps. Those are the black sure, keys, sure. That, the hashtag keys, that I, as I call them. <laughs> and um, he, after he finished, he stood up and threw his arms in the air like Shawshank, like awesome. got a huge laugh. Awesome, it was pretty fun. That's but a kid did stand up. Okay, and it uh, I, I I forget what stand up is because that's all I do. But when you see it. 
surrounded by music and dance <laughs> okay. and everything. You're like, is it jarring? This is the only time the audience was 100% still and listening was when the kid oh. was doing stand-up. During every other musical performance, there's, you know, people jostling and looking Working at the phones with their and stuff. Yeah. And-, and they were, everyone was on the edge of their seats during stand-up. And the one time he, you could tell he was forgetting the joke. I'm like, oh, dude, I've been there. <laughs> but then you're, it was all like, why did the chicken cross? It was like oh, right. that kind of stuff. Little yeah, boy. It was like, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he got it, you know, and did he understand the structure? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think so. Well, how but, was his stage presence? Amazing. Yeah, I didn't. J- Jackie, easy. He was like eight. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> calm down. No, because no, I have a theory. I know you're always looking are... for new openers, but please, <laughs> easy. <laughs> I have a theory, though, is that is that kids are born with stage presence now. I, I, after what I saw last night, I would disagree with you 100%. (laughs) But they're all born with heart and they all, they're all born with the desire to do really well. Well, the desire and and the confidence, that's, that's what I think they're born with. They can get up on stage. Nobody, nobody chokes. Yeah. That's my theory. My theory is that no kids choke anymore. Kids, all kids know what a camera looks like when it's pointed at them. All kids know what a microphone is. No. And I disagree. Disagree. Okay. Okay. So a little girl came out. And she, it was just her and the mic. Right. And what was she was singing? Don't know. Well, first, I'll, I'll tell you, she, oh, she came enough. out and Aww. immediately burst into tears and oh, went kiddo. away. And Aww. the audience, we all started clapping You're and like, stuff no, like that. It's okay, kid. So they, they, the stagehand comes, takes the mic away. We're like, oh, we lost that one. Okay. And then <laughs> a couple dance pieces come, come and go. And yeah. then the mic comes out again and she comes out and the audience is like, ah! You go. She did it. Oh. And then in the middle of it, she forgot. And you could tell she was like hovering between tears. And, and she and, and we started clapping again. And she kind of jumped she back through in. it. Yeah. She was like that's reading awesome. a poem or something. Oh, that's like awesome. That. Um, yeah. So. Reciting the, the, the tale of Sacagawea. Yeah. Or whatever. The kids <laughs> still they do were, that. I'm 100. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're as old as Sacagawea. It was I am actually her yearbook entry for you. <laughs> right. um, she was like, don't go changing, Jackie. Sack. <laughs> she signed it, Old Sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the greatest comedy clubs ever in Old Sack in Sacramento. Did you ever work Glass Unlimited? One time. When Scott Edwards was hosting yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a guy did Up Close Magic in the longest room ever. I opened for a guy who did Up Close Magic in a really long room. You yeah. can't do up. You have to. You have to be one-on-one a fucking up-close magic. You don't ever have to do up-close magic as far as I'm concerned. You can I kill love, yourself instead. I love up-close and not, magic. Okay. I, I enjoy. Just because I don't need it at breakfast. I yeah. worked with a magician in Phoenix one time, yeah. and he was constantly bending spoons and finding shit behind my ears no. at meals. And I was oh like, no, God. no, no, brother. No, no, sir. No, sir. You, I have to. I'm not. I'm saying I'm fascinated, but I'm not this fascinated. If my, no one's fascinated. If my kid got into magic, oh my god! <laughs> I will. That Merry Christmas. I'd leave boy. him on a freeway. I would. I would. Uh, I might give him a magic kit for for his birthday <laughs> or Christmas just to drive you mad. The end of this podcast, sister. <laughs> and March. And but the um. But yes, I and the old sack though the grossest name of any part of a town ever, right? <laughs> I sack? I never considering how much I love dick jokes that never occurred to me until you said it until just you, now, right? Well, it was I'm one of my earliest clubs. Me. I'm always writing. <laughs> well, that's because you're San Francisco, so yeah, yeah. But it paid like one seventy five to MC, which it might pay that's- now. Oh, I'm sure it's not gone up. Yeah, because I was going to say when when you were emceeing, that's yeah. not bad. Actually. That wasn't bad. I guess so. But it, but, but now that's terrible. Maybe it was 100, and it was two. But it like going and up to feature might have been 200. It wasn't a huge jump. And to was feature. it a condo? 
It was a house. It was a house yeah. in Old Sack. Yeah. I think it was walking yeah, distance. It was... And you couldn't bring your car. You had to park your car they outside had a car. the gate. Oh, when I did it, they did not have a car. Oh. oh such a weird time when, yeah. when clubs would have a car that you could borrow and you're like, you know, comics, all they do is drink and do drugs. Why are you lending a <laughs> did car? You, the, I mean, there's no airbags in those. I mean, they knew oh, was... they were trying to kill us with the cars they were giving us. <laughs> They're like, right. well, I'm tired the of one... you emailing me and sending me your, your Tulsa? tape. Tulsa? And and Austin in the nineties both mm. gave you a car. Austin, I remember, yeah. Yeah. And Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. And they were like, No, no, we don't want to drive you around. Here's this piece of shit. Four hundred and fifty dollar car. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, Okay. Uh, and then I was and always featuring have, Yeah, you have to carpool with, with a the headliner, drug addicted headliner. Right. And the headliner was he was like, You're featuring, you have to stay sober. And I was like, shit, <laughs> damn it. And I was like, all right, all right. Well, th- this was when you were drinking. Maybe yeah. he was trying to save your life. He was trying. To, no, he wasn't trying to save <laughs> trying my to life. Save he was trying life. to save his, his, his buzz. <laughs> he wanted his, his buzz was more important than my buzz. And I was like, <laughs> fine. And I just considered it part of the job. So um, I didn't realize I had a drinking problem. I thought, oh, well, I'm at work. I guess he's right. I won't drink. And then later, like I would drink during the day then. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <laughs> it was... you're the best kind of drinker. <laughs> right. Whenever a available I was gonna, I, all right i'll put my drinking aside <laughs> so but this talent show was really long but and there's another one this afternoon uh which i'm just gonna oh. step in see my kid and then step out i can't sit for, the for another three again. hours but, uh, but it was so, same kids or you know you know same like, kids doing something else yeah, same or? thing doing the same thing it was um Oh, two performances? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like how talent shows are portrayed in movies as you're sitting there going, oh, when will this end? Yeah. It was actually really, even no. to the end, it was, it, every performance was so adorable and hopeful I, yeah. that it was sweet. Yeah, I went and saw my niece one time uh, in the band, and I, it was so bad, I cried, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. I laughed so hard, I could not stop crying. I was right. laughing. Right. Um, I, by the way, am performing at my high school this week. This week, I agreed to do something. Yeah. And so I'm going to do a stand-up comedy show with Wisconsin Comics. It's called the Great Lakes Avengers of Comedy. Anyway, Kyle, Did I... Kyle got it. No, don't worry about okay, it. Okay. Anyway, so um, the because uh, it's in Wisconsin, right? And so I submitted. Well, like, I, Great I, Lake, I got, but a- Avenger, I was like, oh, Avengers what's going on on my phone? Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the um, Great Lakes Avengers are are a bad version of the Avengers, okay? Because they're it's a set in Milwaukee, okay? Anyway, so uh, it's a very specific joke, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I love the look on your face. Mm, yes, <laughs> please I continue. Get it. Continue. So South Milwaukee. Uh, so I'm gonna. Um, it's Mary Mack and Tom Clark. But I submitted Fun. so many Wisconsin comics. Like oh, and- the school picked the comics. Yeah. Oh, it was me, and I was like, and I thought that they were just gonna, and and then she added a juggler. From Madison, she's, and I was like, she's covering all bases. She genuinely is, and uh, <laughs> I, I would like her not to. But uh, I said, fine, I'll host because I can't, I can't make, I can't make Mary Mac or Tom Clark host. No, and I don't want the juggler in charge. Oh my of god, things. no! Yeah, the juggler cannot be in charge. <laughs> the they show. can only be in charge of their balls. Yeah. They, <laughs> see, boom. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, but that's. Yeah, and so are you I'm getting also, paid for that? Oh, I'm getting paid. Okay, uh, yeah. And are they the, covering and your air? Yeah, air, okay. paying hotel. Okay, I don't even have to sleep in my brother's futon. It's great. Mm. And uh, but oh, but so my brother says, you know, I'm not going to come. And I said, it isn't Little League. It isn't my talent show. You don't have to. I didn't ask you to come. Who gives a <laughs> shit if you come? There'll still be an audience for us. Because mm-hmm. my family never comes to see my stand up. Because they don't like st- my family has told me on any number of occasions, you know, I don't really like stand up comedy. 
All of it. All of it. And I said, well, you know, I don't really like money laundering. So whatever you do for a living, <laughs> whatever you enjoy. I know you pretend you're not 100% Armenian, but that little turn of phrase <laughs> tells me different. Tells oh, I was different. raised 100% Armenian. <laughs> the other half was Irish. Did I tell you about my drinking problem? Because <laughs> Armenians are so sober when they're driving. Yeah, they're blending. so sober. The, the sobriety of every every state in the every country in the world. My mom has been um, – because I, I – Cut. I'm a cord cutter, right? So I have uh, I have Fire oh, Stick and Apple TV. Okay, so I'm, all my bases are covered that right. way, TV wise. Almost. I, I don't have Judge Judy, which is a huge <laughs> bone of contention in the house now. <laughs> if you get Chrome, she could watch it. What Chromecast? If you get Chromecast, she can throw it from the from her computer or or iPad onto the television. Yeah, but how do you get Judge Judy? Judge Judy is is there's not, there's episodes of Judge no, Judy. That bitch is hidden her shit. You have to get. <sighs> You have to get TV to watch Judge Judy. And if anyone knows a different way, you can change my life and tell me how to, yeah, I can get my mom tweet Judge at Judy. Any Laurie 16. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So she's, she, uh, um, was watching debates on YouTube and my stand-up starts coming up on the side. So she started watching my stand-up and she decided I was funny. <laughs> Did she decide yes. you were funny? Yeah. Up high. Up high. I high. enjoy you. All right. Down low. Down low. Now Cut I have pickle. it. Cut the pickle. <laughs> Get a tickle. That's, that's a... I just did four things I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> But I that that's what I do with toddlers up high, down low, cut the pickle, get a tickle. I am a hit with I can play any room, any room. I Kill know. Martin, any I, room. Um, so so she started watching your stand up and she liked it. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. But Judge Judy, you should be able to you should be able to watch it online. Mm-hmm. And if she can watch it online, you can throw it to your television. Well, it might be old ones online. She likes new cases of security po- deposits not returned. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe not then. <laughs> I'm, uh, I can't tell a Judge Judy episode from another Judge Judy episode. I didn't even know it was still on. I know. You know that my brother Russ is watching Johnny Carson episodes on this or me TV or wow. whatever. And uh, he's calling me. He's like, you know who's on Carson tonight? <laughs> and I was like, you mean in 1977? He was like, whatever happened to A. Whitney Brown? And I was like, I'm sure he's still working. Why wouldn't he be working? I was try- I'm just trying to answer that question now. Is he writing for something? Probably. Yeah. I didn't Google him when Russ asked me about him. I just was like, it's fine. He was like, well, you'd think that he did. He's a weekend update host. He was. Yeah. And yeah. And he was on Johnny Carson. You should have a job for life after your weekend update guy. Oh, I think there's steady work for you. Yeah. Don't you think? It's uh, I mean, even even Dennis Miller's working. Even. I don't know why. I don't know why (laughs) I'd say even. Dennis, I mean, no. You don't like his politics. That's why. I'm unmoved. Uh, I met him uh, a yeah. couple of times. I opened for him in Reno accidentally yeah. one time. What, he, how did that happen accidentally? Well, I, was, I was doing the club at the at the casino. The the JF. silver the silver Colorado load whatever the silver rising, yeah silver yeah. load catch rising star yeah the last catch rising star in the country yeah and he was downstairs in the theater and they came up and they were like he didn't he didn't bring an opener can someone do can can, can your headliner open for him and I was like what's that pay. And uh, and then they good, did. yeah. Well, no, I'm not. Gonna I'm sure they didn't want you to. They didn't want to pay anything. Well, and then they did. They gave me 500 bucks to go down and do 20 minutes. That's cool. I, that'll do. You're already there. I'm already there. And so I go down. And my favorite thing was because I recorded the set. I get off. I, it was probably three or four years ago. Jet Leno was still on, right? Yeah. I uh, doing the Tonight Show. I it, and I have on tape. I might have erased it, but he said, "Hey, has Jay seen you? You're really funny." And I said, "Jay, who?" <laughs> Oops, and uh, and then but while weirdly he was enough, still on the air. Well, and while he was still on the air, and then uh, and the, the, Jay, it could I, be I Jay Moore, Jay Moore right? It could have been Jay Grammy Jay. nominee. Well, and I 
I <laughs> the only one I watch is Conan. I'm so sorry. And then I watch. Uh, I'm Colbert. terribly offended. And I knew you would be. And uh, and then I watch uh, Colbert on Fast Forward. Sadly. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but the and I and I I want to watch it. I don't watch anything. Yeah. So uh, the and then I I met I I opened for Regan in Santa Barbara. Yeah. And so um, he was he lives in Santa Barbara. So he brought Dennis or Brian. Dennis. Okay. Dennis. Re- it was Dennis Miller. Um, so t- spacing so the other two people's names. Wait, you're connecting the Dennis's you've opened for right now? Nope. De- De- no, I'm connecting uh, the times I've met Dennis Miller. Oh, I it's see. It's a fascinating okay. story. I'm going to tell it again when I'm done, you guys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, But the craziest thing is, because you were talking about his politics, is right. this is when I found out that Bo Derek is conservative. Yeah, I did right. not know. Bo Derek and John Cor- Cor- Corbett? Yeah, the dude from Sex and the City. From Sex and the City yeah. and Northern Exposure. Yeah. That guy, they date. Yeah, they're Bo married. Derek, yeah. Or they're they're common law married or yeah. whatever. So the three of Which them, is Dennis so conservative. Miller, it's the right. Uh, <laughs> and it was it was but the three of them come backstage to say hi to Brian Regan. Yeah. And I um What's Bo Derek look like now? She looks fucking like Bo Derek. She's beautiful. She's amazing. One she's of those the greatest people. sixty-year-old. Well, she is the greatest bone structure in the world. Yeah, and I'm. I think she's still doing sit-ups. <laughs> I think it's still happening. Don't think, stop crunching, ladies. Don't stop. <laughs> exactly. Lunges are important. Get that <laughs> knee replacement and keep doing lunges. Uh, so, but it was. Yeah, it was. I was like, did he remember you? No, no, I didn't, no. and I didn't care. But uh, I was more excited to meet Bo Derek. Yeah, sure. Because Bo Derek, uh, I the last my favorite Bo Derek movie. You will not be impressed, but somebody might be the Miles O'Keefe Tarzan movie from nineteen eighty two. I barely remember that. Super sexy, you guys. Get out there, Miles O'Keefe Dreamboat. He played Tarzan. He didn't Miles say a O'Keefe. word. Yeah, a word. That's how I like my. I guess that's how I like my six foot I'm six scratching my dudes. knees. Here's um, when why? I'm scratching a lot. I okay. So in times of extreme stress, um, my eczema emerges. Oh, I have. I didn't know you had eczema. Yes. See, we learn about each other on (laughs) this podcast. (laughs) But it started when I was twelve. Okay. You know, and when stressful things happen to women when they're twelve. Oh yeah. So so that and it 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 used to be be between my fingers. So it was like a webbing kind of thing. Oh, so you'd constantly be pulling on your fingers. Yeah, 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 and scratching till they bleed. Like it's it's one of those itches that can't be that only it it's only sated when you're bleeding, like an eczema itch. It's an odd and and uh, and how did comforting relief? How did you deal with it? I scratched till they bleed. Okay, and then. That's how I dealt with it, and uh, didn't give a lot of hand jobs. No, nobody result. wants to be touched with your with your open wounds. <laughs> talk about talk about a great way to get. <laughs> and the guy that did didn't go to my junior. <laughs> home. Um. So then, so then it sort of goes away, recedes, and then it, when I find out my uh, boyfriend has had when i find 2 years worth of emails on his computers between him and his secret girlfriend okay then it comes back full force on my ankles inside of my ankles oof which is a which is it's weird it's a place it's a thing it's that a moves joint but thing? that's a thing is it a joint it's thing kind maybe? of autoimmune sort of thing yeah yeah so uh so then i it gets some medication put away and now now that my mother i mean i survived my dad's death yeah. but my mother living with me my Ankles are on fire. I have to tell you the Twitter, the the tweets about what you're just the running commentary of what your mom has said to you. I'm sorry that you're going through it, but I'm it's, not sorry you're going through it because it makes me laugh. Thank you. You're like, 
Hey, Mom, can I use the bathroom? Oh, my God. Oh, and this morning I'm brushing my teeth to get here, right? Yeah. We, have, we share a bathroom. Sure. There's one bathroom in the house. And she comes in. She goes, I'm going pee, and I don't care if you're here. And I'm like, I care if I'm here. <laughs> it's a whole new level, Mom. It's a level I don't want any part of. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'm not a fan of people peeing when I'm in the bathroom. No. I don't, I, I don't want Andy doing it. Can, is it, can, I I just, can we, yeah, just shut the fucking door and please don't come your, in. Give yourself three minutes of privacy. I, she I has respect a, you. She has a pee bottle by the bed. Why Why you got to come in that? when I'm brushing my teeth? What is a pee bottle for? Like she could pee in it? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I don't know how ladies don't have a pee bottle, do they? You don't know the shit we're coming up on. Right? Like we're I guess <laughs> in the next twenty years, oh, Christ, any shred of dignity we have is <laughs> uh, going in a pee. I bottle. always tell this story. My stepmother had to bathe my grandmother, and uh, and my grandmother was Ugh. in her late nineties. And uh, and when they were both done, my grandmother looked at my stepmother and said, "Just let me die next time." <laughs> <laughs> and Nancy, that my, was her mother. No, it was my dad's mom. She oh had a fucking, no! Yeah, and my and 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 Nancy was like. I think I will. I think I will. I don't know Mom. what's worth worse bathing your own mother or someone else's. Yeah, I guess someone else's because you might have a disconnect. It might be easier to bathe the. But the she stranger. wasn't getting paid. No, there was know. there was not enough. There's That's not enough awful. money in the world. Quite honestly, do you want to talk about the the women comics that we uh, do? To do the plug of the week. Yes. Well, okay. you go because are we doing? Yeah, let's do the Canadian. Uh, okay, so first independently, of all, we independently, each came up with a, a comic who's Palestinian. <laughs> right. You have a Palestinian American. I have a Palestinian Canadian. Yeah. How crazy is that? That was yeah. And, and then I thought, well, should we split them? Because now it looks like, oh, we finally get Palestinian comic, but, and we're both doing them both on right. the same show. That's the way it goes. You guys still have to go in a camp. The two of you <laughs> have to be in your. You have to be segregated. And uh, next week it'll be Israelis. Is that all right? And then the week after that it'll be India. Uh, what? Uh, so, uh, but I I have heard of. I think I've met the woman. Maysoon. Maysoon's aide. Yeah. I think that's. I don't even know and her last name. And it's M A Y S O O N. Yeah. Right, Macy. I just know her. Does she live here or New York? She lives. She lives in New Jersey. Okay. But she. I just did a gig. I just reconnected with her because she booked me at a gig. She's. She's a, a, uh, comic emeritus. Is that? Oh wow! At, at the University of, of Arizona State University, like that, she was. That sounds like the comic of residence. Yeah. They they hired her to be the the a comic for you what know three that months. Pay? Who she, books that? Let's go. Let's do that I everywhere. Know. DeVry, Trump I know. University. I'm like this. This would be an amazing future for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. To spend just time the, at various liberal <laughs> colleges right. uh, teaching comedy. What's, I could just go to Worcester. Yeah. Most Worcester, Mass has like 33 colleges oh in Worcester. So yes. just I could go to every. Every month, I could be a different. Yeah. So, so she had like kind of a course, I guess, in comedy, okay. and uh, and then it, it culminated in this show where all of her students performed. And then and she had a headliner. She had three headliners. It was me, Joe DeRosa, and oh, Rick nice. Shapiro. Oh my God, that's and a hell of a show. Oh yeah, oh, he, I'm sure he Rick went. Sh- he Rick Shapiroed, man. Did Rick Shapiro do it was his, great. His act, it turns out, yes, yes, yeah. yes, in front of uh, <laughs> you know a very baby comics in conservative Arizona in front of yeah. But some of them loved it. You know, it's just like their eyes were open and others uh, shut their eyes. Um, right. But it was it was a did lot of fun. Did she host it? Yeah, did, she did. Yeah, okay, she, yeah. So, um, 
so anyway, so I, I so I did that gig, but yeah. uh, I knew her when she started, and she was a bringer. She's married now, but her she used to be um she used to be a virgin, and would talk about it on stage about oh, how wow. you know she's from a, a strict Islamic family, and yeah. she's not allowed to have sex, and her dad would, you know, kill her if she. Well, I mean, he wouldn't, but you know, it right, right. It, it was a very funny, very unique point of view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on stage in New York City in the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, and she also has uh, cerebral palsy, which, okay. you know, you always go at, when it's physically harder to get to the stage, like at <laughs> right. a degree of difficulty, it's just getting to the fucking stage. Okay. You know, my heart opens. You, you know what I mean? Op- like, right. Jesus Christ. It's it's hard enough to do stand up when you can get, the, you know, right. if, if you're Danielle extra, Perez. Yes. Yes. And who is doesn't have any legs. Yeah. It has is in a wheelchair. Right. It has to be lifted onto the stage because right. it turns out stages in shitty uh, like <laughs> coffee shops and stuff. They're not. Uh, they're not handicapped, handicapped accessible. accessible. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Now, this is interesting because you picked both. Uh, a and she, Danielle, I don't want to just like. Say, yeah. oh, she has no legs, and then move on. Like oh, she's Danielle's super, super, super funny. funny. She was, um, if you recall, she came to national prominence when she was oh. on The Price Is Right, and they gave and her a treadmill. She won a treadmill. She won a treadmill, and treadmill she was so funny. Her about response. It. Yes, you should look her up, Danielle Perez. Yes, um, and just so very, get, very funny comedian. Right. So we got um, Leo. Let's plug a bunch. Of, okay. So anyway, back to May soon though. Yeah, May soon. God, now this is turning into. Let's just talk about women comics this entire episode. Okay, might as well. Whatever. But so, but May soon. Uh, so she was a bringer in like the early two thousands, and just really funny, you know. Yeah. And had had, you know, she talked about cerebral palsy, and she talked about her dad and being Muslim. She, she talked about it all. It was just really, cool. and, and her own perspective. Yes. weirdly enough, and yeah, sorry. <laughs> But, you know, but she's always, like, very charismatic, and you're like, oh, what happened to her? And then she did a TED Talk that went bananas, like, 14 oh, it blew million up? people. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, May you should soon. check it M-A-Y- out. M-A-Y-S-O-O-N. May then, soon. So Google that with the and word TED Talk. And she's the only Z-A-Y-E-D's her last name. But you can do May soon comedy, and it's going to come up. Right. And what was the TED Talk about? Was it just a funny... Yeah, it was a funny TED Talk. That's the thing. Comics have an edge on those ted talks yeah if you can figure out your angle what did you remember sarah silverman's ted talk no what happened oh it was super dark and they hated her oh really hold it yeah what yeah oh my god probably 10 years ago come on yeah they were like when you hire uh sarah silverman Mm -hmm. you're gonna get it's like hiring shapiro yeah you're gonna get sarah silverman that's what you that's what you've hired what was her topic i don't know i never saw it all i heard was that they pulled it and that they were furious that there was anger, recrimination, tears. Classic. Who knows what happened? Asshats is what they were. And uh, but the so you picked. What's funny is that you picked uh, someone who's Muslim, someone who's Palestinian, right, and someone who has a physical disability, right. I just worked in Toronto. We talked about Ian Atlas, and uh, and and he um, and he booked me in Toronto. Oh, okay. I asked yeah. him. I was like, hey, if you could get a, uh, I'd like to see some of the women comics. So if you have any women comics to open for me that'd be great yeah i did not know that with the five shows i did in toronto he books three different comics to open every single show he booked probably three guys yeah and the rest were women oh cool they were like i met 16 women comics wow and it was um there was a, a woman from jordan who uh talked about being muslim and was very funny named nur hadidi yeah and she was hilarious wow there was a woman named uh courtney gilmore who didn't have any hands? Can I just say that yeah. 
Noor Hadidi, you rattled off, and then you checked on Courtney. <laughs> I had to check on Courtney. <laughs> like, I remembered Courtney's first name. I couldn't remember her last name. Okay. So Courtney Gilmore doesn't have any hands. Here's, here's my favorite thing about Courtney Gilmore's wow. set. She gets up, she does her first joke, and then she goes, oh, I don't have any hands. <laughs> I was like, yes! Fucking awesome! Because wow. the thing is, is, you know how everybody has to talk about yeah, their physicality yeah, the first thing? To, yeah, right, right, right. And she just was like, yeah, I'm going to get to it. I think we all know I don't have any fucking hands. Wow. And then she had some great stuff about how her dad was like constantly saying weird shit to her like, hey, uh, can I give you a hand there? <laughs> when she was growing up because she was born without hands <laughs> and her dad was constantly like, hey, can I? And her dad was your dad. <laughs> my, her dad was my fucking dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. If I had been born without hands, my father would constantly have been doing that sort of, he's like, well, get used to it. People are going to mention the fact that you don't have any hands. Uh, and so, but she's, uh, she had a lot of great material. Yeah. But then when I went to Montreal, I met, uh, there was a Palestinian woman, a Canadian Palestinian woman who now lives in, who just moved to New York. Yeah. So if you're in New York, Iman El Husseini, possibly pronouncing that incorrectly, but get this, she's Palestinian, she's Muslim, she's lesbian. Yeah. And uh, and so I don't know what, I mean, if any of that had been a choice, holy shit. <laughs> but that's the way it goes. You, you're just going to be, you're, you, that's deal great. The, you deal the hand you're dealt. It's, you play the hand it's, you're dealt. Uh, it's weird, like, you know, whatever, like maybe 20 years ago that someone would be not white, you know, mm -hmm. and that would be like, wow, that's really different, you know. Yeah, let's get her on the show. Yeah. Or him on the show. yeah. And now I, I feel comedy like America is just completely changing. Yeah. And it's it's kind of exciting. So, I'm excited to see where it gets pushed by all these different yeah. people. And I remember starting and thinking to myself, because the greatest thing about stand-up comedy is that it can be about anything, yeah. right? Because you can, whatever you want to talk about, yeah. whatever one white guy wants to talk about, another white guy doesn't have to talk about that either. Right. And uh, and that's what it was like in the 80s, <laughs> Get the word out, Jackie. <laughs> but, um, but now, it's not only that, it's also those different people. So yeah. everybody gets a weirdo perspective that there is not, you know, because... And it, but it's also not so niche where, like, if you're the only Indian comedian, whatever you yeah. say is like it, it's the only time anyone's ever said it. Right now, there's now there's I mean, hacky you Indian and I comedians, yeah, each independently awesome. without. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, are you going to talk about that thing? You crazy, crazy Pakistani guy? Yes. Going to talk about the same damn but thing? But like, we independently came up with Palestinian two Palestinian female right. comics, and and now like they, it's not like they get ownership of that. Right that concept, like they have to kind of duke it out in a way. Right, you know right. what I you mean? Got, you got to make it. Interesting. You have to be a separate from the other Palestinian. <laughs> you know, it's 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 really That's cool, and that so of course true. raises the bar on the stand up that everyone's doing. When you're not, yes. the, you know, like if you're the only woman in your scene, which it doesn't even happen anymore, but it used to happen. You get all the woman premises. Yep. And another woman moves in and you're like, what the fuck, bitch? This is my thing. Right. You know, but now there's no no one gets any of the Nobody women premises that. because there's just too many female comics. But that forces everybody yeah. to raise their game. Yeah. Which is that's it. That's, that's cool. so true. That's did you ever see Little Britain? The sketch show Little I Britain haven't. out of out of a uh, No, Britain, I haven't. It turns out. Well, there's uh, they do a recurring sketch with the one gay guy in this tiny town yeah. in the UK, and another gay guy comes to town and he's like, No. No, I'm the gay. I'm the gay here. Uh, right, so, right, right. Right. So now he has to bring his game up. Yeah. That guy, he's probably going to have to do sit-ups or something. He yeah. has to do, comb his hair differently. <laughs> Who knows what is it? Because he's... Yeah, but I love the idea that now... 
Right. There, I, I did that one show once. I did that one show one time that uh, in, in, in Tucson. You know the guy, Gary? Oh, yeah. Find him? Yes. He, I get there, and he goes, hey, this is weird, but it shouldn't be. I accidentally, I didn't even think about it. I just booked all, I booked a woman opener and a woman feature. Is that you don't oh, care. That do is so huge for Gary Bynum. Right. That is amazing. Right. That is how comedy has changed where Gary doesn't notice <laughs> Gary, that he booked, that he three, booked three women. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And he goes, wow. you know, none of us care, right? That didn't. And I was like. I wish he was here so I could high five him. That right. guy's been booking comedy since before comedy started. <laughs> right. He invented the booking yeah. of comedy. Yeah, that yeah. Guy. So I was like, of course I don't care. What do I care? But the greatest thing that happened was after the show, the feature was from Chicago. Yeah. And somebody came up to me and said, I love that bit about Chicago and this other thing. And I said, oh, my God, this is what white guys must go through uh, all the time <laughs> where they don't remember who told the joke because it's right. three white guys. Right. And I was like, that was actually the feature. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what happens. <laughs> so how weird is that? That's really cool. Yeah. That's, but Gary, he, let's see, he had two, he had a room in Albuquerque and a room in Tucson. And you used to work. Please never one. mention Albuquerque to me. What happened? I hate that guy. That was the worst gig I've ever the done in my whole owner? life. The next owner? Yeah. Russ Rivas? Why, why? Why would you say his name out loud? I could. I, I would. Do you want to take it out? out? No. Oh, okay. No, we could talk about how much I fucking hate him. Would you? Do you want to name names? Here's what happened with the Russ Revis. Do you want to hear this story? It's the worst story. No, we none. None no, of us want to hear this let's story. Let's bring it up because you have rage. And here's what happened. Here's what happened in Albuquerque ten years ago in the worst room in the world. Right. First of all, I I'm doing it with. This is the. It's the new club. They they moved from the old was club. Was it the new club? Wait, yeah. there was an old club. It's and gone then, now. And then they moved to a new location. Right. And it was $7 to get in to see stand-up comedy. Okay. I show up. I am taking a South I, – I don't know why I've taken this gig 10 years ago, except for I always want to do new rooms, and I always want to do – and Rontowski told me it was okay. Yeah. And so I fly there. Russ Revis's wife picks me up from the airport. Tammy. Uh, who cares? Because oh. uh, <laughs> here's – do you remember the name of the manager? Oh, I woman, know the woman manager, Terry. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Here's what happened in between flights. I'm on Southwest. So I, I, I call them and I go and I leave them a message. I'm like, Hey, my flight's 45 minutes delayed. So whoever's picking me up, let them know. Here's the flight number. And so she, uh, the wife picks me up Yeah. and she goes, that was so nice of you. Nobody's ever done that before where they've told us that it's going to be late. And I was like, that's what I'm thinking to my oh, head. Oh shit! Who's the horrible people? She's a very nice lady, as well. Incredibly nice they're lady. Not, right. I don't think except for that the first anymore. thing they are not. Yeah. Because here's what happened. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So she's driving me. The first thing, the second thing out of her mouth. The first thing is thanks for doing that. Yeah. The second thing she says to me, she says, "You know, if we don't like you here, we don't have you back." What? That's the first. The, the first real thing she said about stand-up. She said, "You know, I hope." Uh, it doesn't really – essentially, it doesn't matter if I'm having a good time doing – performing. She's like, well, I don't know what your stand-up's like, but if we don't like you, we won't have you back. And I was like, well, that seems fair. Fuck. Fuck you. Uh, is you're what, in the car in on the, the car. way to the hotel or no, the no. gig? Hotel? Condo. Uh, <laughs> that's condo. Great. What am I thinking? The condo that I'm staying with with the feature, friend of uh, Rontowski's, who I can't remember the name of. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Iron – is chained to the fucking wall. I remember that. Yes. And of a I, condo. Of the condo. Right. And I'm like, who steals? Who are you booking that would steal a $12 <laughs> iron? I hate you. The business and needs to pay more when you're afraid comics. I believe I was comics making. Comics don't iron. I mean, that person was selling it for the, the metal. Only, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
they were melting it down. Yes. Okay, so the MC that week is the fry cook. And he's working. So he's working. He's frying shit. He's bringing people up. He's working. He's bringing people up. Not even kidding. Saturday first show, he, uh, he doesn't make it back to bring me up. So the so the uh, the feature has to bring me out. Oh my god! Yeah. So the whole week is horrible. The, the feature nobody... has no idea. They're just it's that there's an awkward space in yeah, time. Yeah, he didn't know. He was like, oh shit. Oh, he must be uh, oh dropping god. chicken tenders or whatever. Oh Jesus! And it were taquitos, mm-hmm. and because the food. It was the worst. It, this is not the fault of the people of Albuquerque. This is the fault of Russ Rivas and <laughs> the dirtbag. So gross. You'll so, never work another shitty gig again, Jackie, with this attitude. This sort name, of a naming. Who's booking it now? <laughs> anyway, so but it was it was so mean. Okay, so here's what happened. The week I'm I'm constantly nobody's policing the room. Yeah. He hasn't built this room to have anybody police the room. Right. Or look right. forward to stand up comedy. Yeah. Nobody's looking it's, forward it's, to stand up comedy. It's to get as, the audience as drunk as possible to right. charge them as much as possible for booze. Right. He, I walk in Saturday. Him and the 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 woman running the club, yeah, are making out. That's what I heard. Yeah. So I walk away. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. They don't see me. I'm like, oh, turn around, walk away. So this is, I think, Friday night or Saturday. Night. You don't want to be involved in this. Yeah, no, it was a Friday. It was Friday night because oh. that was the only night that he was there. Right. He hates my set because I'm so full of rage at this gig. I think I opened with a fart joke. <laughs> that's what I. That's how I respected this audience. And so, so second show Friday, I have to, uh, I have to police the room so hard after the show. Uh, second show Friday. This is the. This is uh, the show that the kid doesn't. So that second show. Yeah. After the show, he comes up to me and he's like, having a hard time this week, aren't you? And I was like, this room is ridiculous. And I, I don't say that. I was just like, what do you mean? He said, I saw what you opened the sh- show with, that fart joke. And I was like, he said, you're having a hard time controlling the audience. And I, uh, three people walked out. I had to refund three people. I said, you had to refund three $7 entrances. Is that what you had to do? And the Terry woman, the 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 manager lady, she was yeah. like, she was having, yeah, she was having a hard time. I think she was the one who said I was having a hard time controlling the audience. Wow. And I turned to her and I said, "Did you just tell me that I was having a hard time controlling the audience? I've been doing this for one million years. This is what I do for a living." And then Russ Rivas said to me, and I quote, "I headline Vegas." <laughs> And I said, well, Jackie, he headlines Vegas. I said, townie rooms don't count. (laughs) I'm so angry. So very. I mean, I've been this angry in my life three, four times. And he was like, well, if you're not having. And I was like, do you want do you want to just wrap it up here Friday night? And he was like, no, no, that's fine. Just do tomorrow. And I was like, "Okay." And so I walk away and I think about changing my flight and going home. But then I'm like, I'm a comic. You show the fuck up. You right. do your time. Right, right, you do right. your week. Outlast him. Right. You, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's him. like you're staring him down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the next night, they do not, by the way, offer me a ride to the airport Sunday morning. Of course not. Oh, but my God. So Sunday, so Saturday, second show, afterwards, I go up to Terry, the woman working, the the, the manager lady, yeah. and I'm like, cash. <laughs> you got to pay me in cash. She was like, she hands me the twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars. Woohoo! Right. Slow down, and and I go, and I take the money. And, and I go, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday through or a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. Okay. I think it was a Wednesday through. Yeah. And this is ten years ago. Look how mad I still am. Yeah. You're, I'm flushed. You're furious. I'm and I and I said to the woman, I said, sometimes it doesn't work out, does it? Sometimes sometimes you never want to come back, do you? 
or you don't want somebody back. Nice meeting you. Have a good life. Oh. Yeah. And wow. Then, and then a fan that I met drove me to the airport at five in the morning. Wow. Which I was like, so people of Albuquerque, you're a beautiful, beautiful, jade-loving uh, <laughs> people. You love your, your Southwest uh, She's art. Spit- po- her, her eyes Coca- are spitting silver and turquoise at you right now. <laughs> right. Cocapelli drove me to the airport that next morning with his pan flute. Oh, my God. I, but I, so Albuquerque, it's the worst gig I've ever, do you have anything like well, that? Well, I also remember that in Albuquerque, they had the telephone solicitors working from the condo. So they would come in during the day and use the phone to to give away tickets yeah that that i do not remember yeah they probably at that point you were there they stopped having telephone solicitors and were trying to charge and stuff yeah so you couldn't use the phone because back then cell phones weren't ubiquitous you needed the phone to book work you know remember we were all getting on the condo phone to try to book and we're calling the same people and you had a calling card i had my calling card number memorized oh yes (laughs) oh my god worldcom yes (laughs) yeah oh my god it's uh that's nice so i love gary bynum yeah. Gary Bynum's a good egg. Well, Gary used to own both of those rooms. They're okay. called Laughs, L-A-F-F-S. And and he, he ran both of them, and then he sold Albuquerque to a guy named Ron. I forget his last name. And then Ron died in a, a motorcycle accident, and Russ took over. Aww. So the club, that Albuquerque club is doomed. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's uh, dead now. Yeah, it's dead, but, certainly. But um, La- Tucson is such a great room. Tucson is a really great room. Here's what's weird about Tucson. Yeah. Uh, it's a great little town, yeah. but you know, it's. In, I was there. I was it's in. It's in Arizona. Yeah, I was That's working one of the problems in Tucson. That I was working at Laughs the the week and the day that Gabby Giffords was shot in the head. Right, and um, and so I was like working out at the gym because it was like a Saturday morning. I was at the YMCA and I had my kid with me too. He was at the, he was staying with me. Right, and Gary Bynum's daughter was babysitting him at the at, at the hotel that That's night. Nice. At night, so, um. They're like da- shooting in downtown Tucson. I'm like, oh, we're I'm working out. I'm on the stairmaster in downtown Tucson. <laughs> but you know, people are interested, but nobody's panicking. So I'm like, okay. And then as a story comes in, it's it's you know, obviously it's a, a mass deal. shooter. A little girl was. It, it's just like awful. And um and Gabby Giffords is shot in the head. That she's their representative. Right. This, to me, this is like the it's Kennedy assassination on a know, very writ local small. Level. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm sure the shows are going to be canceled. And <laughs> how could oh, you how could you go out tonight? You know, but I was, you know, I'm like, it's not my, you know, I'll obviously show up. But to get there. <laughs> Gary's like, uh, you know, don't mention anything. I'm like, of Gary's course like, I don't wouldn't. mention. But then you haven't written any jokes about the, the Gifford sh- shooting <laughs> four hours later. Two show. Both shows sold out. Sold out. Well, sold people need the fuck out. Why I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have assumed did you assume that they would be canceled because it was a big deal Yeah I thought isn't that isn't a mass shooting in your own small town a big deal Yeah I don't know I did I mean I, not, I guess not on, anymore This is I like five years ago though I picked up a set in nine eleven <laughs> I went to a show I was like I wonder if they're gonna do so that they show didn't the die in show. vain is what you're saying <laughs> Right uh, We all worked on our new bits Blink a patch <laughs> It was. A, <laughs> Actually, Blankenpatch was not on that show. He was on the Friday show that I did that that week. Yeah, yeah. I did so. a set September twelfth, but it was a um, it was at a hostel. Jim Norton was on it too. Oh, nice in uh, in New York because people were trapped in New York yeah. and they couldn't leave. A lot of Europeans were trapped in hostels, so we you were did in a- New York on nine eleven. Oh yeah. Oh Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we did a show on September twelfth. 
And right. it was just really surreal. It is. It was surreal. Maybe that's why, because it, it, it New York was so surreal, obviously, yeah. on 9-11 and after, uh, that I assumed Tucson would be in that state, too. Yeah, and yeah. But it wasn't they quite were, as, and it was much smaller. All cool they were like, oh, no, no, we're going to go get to Chipotle, and <laughs> oh, then we're going to people gonna got kinda... shot? Yeah, that happens all the time here. Do you want to go to Cold Stone Creamery? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is, uh Wow. So, but but so, I, I'll talk about Phoenix in the next episode because okay. I was just in Phoenix. But uh, yeah, that's weird. Wait, are we wrapping? No, we no, no. We, we, we got another. One. We got another time on this one. I was gonna, but there were there were things that you Googled that made me laugh, and it was what about oh. So you, speaking of, I, I will say this: I got an email from from a woman from a guy in a weird one off like Albuquerque. Let's say it was Albuquerque. Okay. Just for it. A guy I know does stand up. He, uh, texted me and said, "Hey, this woman is having trouble uh, with the with the local comedy scene." Oh, yeah. Remember that? And I was like, uh, and and he goes, "What she would what love scene to was that? I did she say she did? I, I don't want to say. What? Yeah, because yeah, it was you small. Can't, you can't it was super it small. It was you know Corpus Christi? No, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so but it was it was so small that he was like, she would like to sort of get a, a woman's comic perspective, and I was like, ugh, do I have to be that? Yeah, and right. I was like, well, of course I'll listen to some nice late young woman who's had some sort of terribles. Anyway, so she emails me. <laughs> That's my grandmother used to call trouble. The terribles, terribles. terribles. That's she was great. like, don't cause terrible on the family, and I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, she um, she does uh, she emails me and the, and remember it was twofold. One is she didn't like all the new woman women comics that were coming up. Oh, I right, forwarded it to right, you. right. And there was some problem with dudes groping. There was some dude groping thing. Groping stand ups. It was groping stand up dudes at yeah. open mic. And then there was a guy who um, and and then there was she didn't like the other women comics stand up. And so I sent her like a three paragraph like. Hey, you know, other people stand up, none of your fucking business, yeah. you know, sort of thing. Like, yeah. write your own stuff. Don't worry about what they're doing. Yeah. What do you care? Right. And uh, then you you can appear genius-like if yours aren't all dick jokes or yeah. whatever you think is horrible. Yeah. And then the second thing, I was like, oh, there should be no groping. There should be pushing sure. and calling of of, 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 of adults <laughs> yeah. to, to tell them to stop. And so I forwarded it to you, and I was like, do you have any advice? Your res- Mine was three paragraphs. <laughs> yours was three sentences. It was, well, can she move? <laughs> You know, starting so stand-up about- is hard enough, but you can't change a scene. That's not your job. Get the fuck out. Go to right. Minneapolis or Portland. Or, yeah, go someplace cheap that is good to female comics or that just you can get a day some job. kind of gender balance yeah. so that you're not the only one. Right. And you can focus on your jokes, man. But I love that yours was three sentences <laughs> and mine was like a tome. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you should get out. <laughs> so anyway, that made yeah. me laugh. That was the weird and then the only other weird woman thing that happened was chris rock at the well no here's the thing i, I that last joke he did at the oscars which i don't i don't even remember he, he yeah i mean it wasn't a great joke and it, it was, was just some lady joke right it, it was, was like, it was he bitches man was it was, it that? he was so funny about race and racism the and whole... shoving it right in their faces yeah and then it, it it was the ask me more movement and the joke basically it was like uh, you know, not everything is sexism, ladies. Oh, oh okay. And uh, the reason they're not asking us is because we wear the same thing, which is, you know, that's, uh, that's okay. It's a good observation. I don't think it's like a closing, in my opinion, not a closing <laughs> joke. Right. And it, it was also like, wait, 
you're making it isn't exactly the exact same thing. Right. And the reason women have to wear all this shit is because they're objectified and have been throughout history. Yeah. And then it just reminded me, and just, I'm not saying him, but of all so many male comics, they're so good in one area. Yeah. They, they fucking kill it on race. Uh, they talk about kids. They talk about current events, religion. Yeah. They're fucking geniuses. And then they get to women and you're like, what? That's- is that the same brain? Yeah. Like, I don't get well, it. Like, how can how can you be so perceptive and so smart about something you have empathy. so important? Yes. Yeah. And then you get to something that I think is equally important. And then and, I'll, and you, you, have then you turn average. Yeah. You know, right. you go and from genius to average and yeah. you, when you get to women. And and I could I'm not going to name names, but I, there's a thousand examples I can think right. of in my head where well, they get, it just disappoints me. That's all. It's funny because when you were talking about that, I was thinking, well, that's women too. I'm sure there are women. And then as you got to the whole thing, but you're specifically talking about dudes that are super, super genius. That are otherwise brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant yes. on, and have empathy and, and, and this sort of political sense. And, and they sense change that, the way you think about it. Right. You know, and then, and then you think, oh, he's, all right, he's moved, he's shifted his focus, his target is and then he relationships does some weird and sex prison and women. Rape gay thing, and you're like, or, yeah, what just whatever happened, it is. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, That's it. I don't know what to make of that. And it's, it's bugged me my entire career because I've seen it over and over again. And yeah. You know, because they're great, but but people aren't perfect, and it's just a flaw. I mean, everybody's got Phoenix exactly. Life. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, so here I, I have trouble with it. Me, I have 20 minutes on my son being half Mexican. Am I really going <laughs> to call somebody out on being blind on something? I mean, right? You know, everybody's got a and, blind and, spot. And it, me it's too- just disappointing. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm disappointing. Uh, but <laughs> You're like, disappointing yourself. remember when Amy Amy I Schumer disappoint. they like you know she like a year ago or maybe yeah. six months ago. Or yeah, people start pouring through an old special. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, they find this one joke right. that's offensive to this group. But it's like, okay, it's one joke. And a like, you can't solve every problem with your stand-up. You know, yeah, it's you, you, you're expecting. You know, she's on. You know, episode season right. three, and she's hitting this, and that she's being brilliant about sex. Right, brilliant about sexism. So you know, to expect her to also. You know, she makes some I'm, weird, I'm ex- loose comment. Completely contradicting about- myself right now because I'm saying you can't expect her to hit every single fucking thing perfectly, but not hitting it is different from hitting it and missing it completely. Right. I do think well, so. And like the thing is, is there is an arc. I mean, I I don't think you're contradicting yourself. I think okay. you're you're finding Yay. empathy. I think you're finding empathy for Chris Rock and the fact that he is learning. Did you see top five? I didn't. Um, I can't. It's really hard for me to see stuff that's full of comedians when I'm not one of them. Sorry. No, it is very hard. It it's, is I, difficult. I get jealous. That's and why I, I haven't watched Bonnie jealous. McFarlane's documentary. Oh, the, where she didn't ask Women you? Women are funny. Right. You just shouldn't she, ask you. Well, she did ask once, but it was she. And then In, right, ha- Rich, it didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. And Rich Foss said there's tons of instances where you you couldn't like I understand. Like, I think it would be a scheduling nightmare. I mean, yeah. you and I can barely schedule to do podcasts together. Right. So for her trying to schedule female comics, it's got to be a disaster and right. and really hard to do. And and you have egos like me going, well, I'm not going to see because I wasn't in it. You know, like I, I'm an asshole for that, well, you know, and I'm an asshole for not seeing top five. But it, I know myself. I'm I'm going to be 
thrown into an abyss of I'm not memorable. I oh. leave li- no legacy no, no. and nobody wants me. And I and I can't. We made a list. Remember when I was bitching about not being on lists? And then yeah. we made a list last week. Oh, we did. So, no, that's right. We made a list. So, <laughs> all right. Turns out now I can watch things without me because I know I'm on a Lori list. Lori Kilmartin is free to clay as well, you guys. Anyway, so, <laughs> so do I. And uh, so, but what, the, the, the t- there was a scene in Top Five. I saw it because I like a romantic comedy, and yeah. I of course love Chris Rock. Yeah, and um, but it was not. It was not. I mean, there were some really funny scenes in it, but yeah. they compared it to Annie Hall. Yeah, and I was like, first of all, no, and second of all, there was a scene in it, a weird scene where there was a, a male rape scene. Yeah, where Rosario Dawson yeah. puts a hot sauce on a tampon and shoves it up her boyfriend's ass without his consent. Yeah. And uh, and it's played for laughs. Right. And oh, the hilarity. Yeah. And the guy who plays that guy uh, does do an amazing physical comedy thing where he flops around like a fish. Yeah. It's an amazing physical moment. But it was so incredibly horrible where you're like, what the fuck just happened in this weird light romantic <laughs> comedy where there was ho- the hilarity of male rape? And it is inappropriate, but I there was part of me that – Immediately started apologizing for Chris Rock. And I was right. like, oh, I bet you they told him that it had to have like a hangover or a bridesmaid like physical thing it, in you, it. We cannot imagine the shit that movie executives must, must say be to saying. There has to be some weird has, physical yeah, thing. Right. And Chris Rock isn't known for his amazing homosexual uh, liberal thought. And so it's an arc that he's got to learn. You know, he's got to learn that, that his empathy towards women, his knee-jerk reaction towards women, women isn't awesome or his knee-jerk reaction towards gays isn't awesome and there's no way to learn that except for for us to get mad and go dude that actually you're a genius on these other things but uh you're killing me yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna choke you to death if you do one more i I can't stand prison rape jokes unless your prison rape joke can stop prison rape stop telling unless it's amazing Mm-hmm. Right. It has to be so funny mm-hmm. because I gave blood probably a year ago. And the third question was, is have you been in jail more than 72 hours? Because wow. guess what happens at hour 72? And guess what? If love? you know that. Oh, no. No. Turns out you don't fall in love. Uh, but if you know that, <laughs> if you know that. Love making. Please. Do, there is some love between making. cell members. There's some sweet, sweet love making. But I mean, if you know that, please have somebody watch. <laughs> And yeah. stop it. Uh, yeah. You know what? That's that. I have rage. Well, first of all, you put me in a position where I have to defend prison rape jokes, but okay. I'll do it. <laughs> and <laughs> please do. Please. But uh, that reminds me, I need to have a fund in case my son, any he's ever arrested, I have to be able to bail him out instantly. Instantly. That cannot happen. Backup cash. Yeah, yeah. Backup okay. cash. Every, every yeah. mother of a son has to have. You know, it was International Women's Day the other day? Yes, and, yes. Uh, and um, in Deadpool, the movie, movie you'll never see. Uh, I, you know what? You might. I might see it. It's actually, it's, um, it was, uh, you might see it. And, and the thing is, is it was, it was very, it was just a pile of dick jokes, right? Yeah. It was just, and one oh, now the, I'm in. Oh, right, right. And it was very, and it was very funny. It wasn't, it wasn't a particularly Marvel superhero movie. It yeah. was more of a dick joke movie and it was very funny. Yeah. Uh, Parts of it were dumb, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. And but on international, there's a montage scene where Deadpool and um, the woman whose name I'm forgetting, who plays Anara on Firefly. I just know her as Anara from Firefly. Are you guys, what Kyle. happened? I just dropped out of the conversation. <laughs> and- 
I'm welcome to Meltdown I'm in the Comics back of on my the Nerdist right channel, now. you guys. Where am I? And, uh, so, but the uh, the funny thing is is uh, so the um, they're on International Women's Day. They're having sex in different ways. Yeah. Uh, during different holidays, you know, where he's wearing like Abel's oh, okay. beard or okay. whatever. International. They do pegging. And she she does a strap on. Okay. And um, there's what the fuck I can't. I'm 50, you guys. I forgot where this goddamn story was going. Uh, we we're talking about prison rape. Prison rape. So that. Um, but he was it was consenting. But I uh, uh, on International Women's Day there was a bunch of talk about that scene on, oh, on my okay. feed with a bunch of nerds and a bunch of guys on Facebook were like, never period gonna period happen period. And I was like, joke period. <laughs> Nobody asked you, period. What the fuck? So. Uh, okay, so here's so my... So that's a great story. Yes, it is. Yeah. It, period, is, period. Um, I know what you're saying about prison rape jokes. Yep. Like, I agree. Let's close on this. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I used to, and frequently when I need the time, close on a rape joke about a woman raping a man. Okay. Have you seen it? No, no. Okay. I've, I have not seen it. The... What's what's the deal? The uh, it's about the whole theme behind it is about cha- switching the power up about right. when it'd be cool if it's on it's on my CD guys. <laughs> see, uh, see, Lori Kilmartin's published ones. Yeah, uh, about women switching the power. It'd be cool if and yeah. this I wrote it um, during right after the Kobe stuff. Okay, um, so it's it's an old bit. That's and, a raping basketball player, right? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's not the steak that you ate, <laughs> right? Okay, I didn't write it during while you're telling me about the steak you ate in when I was Canada. at Jacobson Company yeah. in Toronto. Okay, so um, so uh, uh, but it's about well, wouldn't it be cool if women could rape men back? Uh, <laughs> because, but it's the bigger thing is it's about a power switch and. Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, I don't have a problem with it's rape like jokes. a feminist sort of thing. Yeah. And but I do describe us as women ganging up and hunting a male jogger who's really tired and dehydrated and can't fight us back. <laughs> and then we rape him. <laughs> and then the the but the end is that they, you know, uh, he he wants to know when we're out again raping. So oh, that's right, how right. it is. So well, that's right. So it, yes. pulls the, it pulls the pin on it. Yes. Yeah. So is it sensitive towards rape no it isn't it but, but it's, it's funny but it's if you're a woman 90 percent, you know you're like yeah it it sort of goes that we are always the ones that are being hunted and what does right. it feel like in this joke to be the hunter right and it's so it's funny in that way it's pretty i close on it so it pretty much works pretty well i mean it's got, it I, every once in a while yeah. a you know um a some sad lady will come up no here. some 19 oh. year old who just took their first uh women's studies women's stu- will tell me that <laughs> men get raped and it's not funny and right. i is she spelling women with a Y? In, Probably. In, in that it's a conversation, Excellent. but I'm guessing if she transcribed it, that's how it was spelled. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's a little dishonest, but um, but I, I think but that's not a prison rape joke. It's not a prison rape joke, but it's a, a it's about changing the power in I've, a rape joke. And it's still a rape joke. It's about and it's about the, the powerless raping right. the powerful. But oh, but here's I don't have a problem with rape jokes. I'm just saying I've never heard a good prison rape joke. If you've got a good prison rape joke, ladies and gentlemen, please at Jackie. I think it's on totally po- it, it, because the, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying the ones I've heard are not funny. Okay, um, I've written monologue jokes that are prison rape jokes, it, but it's and they're funny. 
I no. think they get laughs. One, one the would ones imagine. that we, yeah. you know, I think they're actually we haven't done one in a long time, you know. But sure. uh, but um, I'm not saying it's not possible. But listen, I'm just saying the I know. Ones, ones I hear. I gotcha. You get it? I got you. All right. I'll fucking look through my files and send you some good ones. <laughs> but it has to be. Yes, um, the person who's getting raped has to be a person in power. So right. it has to be. That'll so, help. You know. You know, this is a hacky example, but if it's OJ, you don't give a shit. You know, you're, you know what I mean? If the person is somebody who's if, an if, asshole in prison, then you want, you then, want harm to come to them. Okay. I see. So it, I don't, I, 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 no, no, I that, think you're thinking of a classic rape joke where you're making fun of uh, somebody powerless getting raped and. <laughs> Right. I really didn't think we'd be doing this on a Saturday morning. And I'm saying if the if the if object the of person. the rape is somebody right, if Hitler's getting raped, yes, that's the it's way it goes. A party. Okay. So everybody's I wanna... having a good time because <laughs> Goebbels is, yes. is is getting it handed to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. But some people would object to even the uh the, the rape as a verb it. being used in a joke, and I I disagree completely. Fair enough. In other I'm news, tired. you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> this well, conversation raped me. <laughs> oh, I say we close on that. <laughs> yeah, has it been like an hour? Yeah, we're good. Cool. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening, folks. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 